Hello everyone and welcome back to the channel. Today I'm excited to have my colleague Ashish Rajish to discuss personal statements for a residency application. Welcome Dr. Rajish to the channel. Thanks Malki. I would like to start by asking about what is the personal statement and how important it is for residency programs. Um, so a personal statement is basically one of the components of your application that discusses and expresses keen interest in the specialty that you're applying to. It should give a capsule of your life so far and how you've come to apply to this specialty, what motivates you to apply to this specialty and what your ambitions are going forth. And for a residency program, while you may look good on paper in terms of your CV, your scores, the personal statement is a means of offering them who you really are outside of your paper application. And that is, that is just a short overview on what exactly a personal statement is and why it is attributed so much importance by residency programs. Some people confuse the personal statement with CV and they mention so many things that are already on their CV and available for, for residency program directors and they mention that in their personal statement. Do you have any thoughts on that? So it is very common that people try to replicate their CV onto the personal statement. It is, it's quite a common occurrence because everybody who um, accomplishes a lot, particularly tries to put everything down in their personal statement. That is not exactly what the personal statement is for. You're supposed to try to, um, you're supposed to try to give an overview of who you are as a person and how you're interested in the specialty. It is important to jot down the important accomplishments that have led you to this position and led you to pursue, uh, for example, say internal medicine or a field like that. But it is, not, uh, it is not a good practice to put down all your accomplishments on your personal statement because you are not trying to rebuild your CV. You are trying to complement it. That's a great point. Now, as the deadline for residency application is approaching, when do you think applicants should start working on their personal statements? So a lot of people tend to procrastinate personal statements because ultimately it's a 700 word essay, if you may, which can theoretically be written over a day or so. But that being said, when you're writing a personal statement, there's extreme importance to detail, which is applied when other people review your PS. Therefore, it's important to get started early when I applied um, and the application deadline was in September, I started my personal statement sometime around mid-June and uh, had a draft ready by about the end of July. So it's something that evolves over time because you only have 700 words or 800 words probably to uh, put your entire life story into it as the residency application is something like a job application. And therefore, when you're trying to condense all this information, it's imperative that you put the most important aspects into it and refining the personal statement takes time. So you typically tend to go through more than just a single draft. Most people do a few um, in the number of four or five drafts, but it may require more depending upon how much you've accomplished, what, what all you want to put down there, and uh, depending upon reviews from faculty and residents who you trust to take a look at it for you. I totally agree with you because as applicants, we think that it's a short essay, it's 700 words and you can write it over a day, but writing good personal statement, convincing program directors about your passion in the specialty, and summarizing your life story in this one document is not something you can do overnight. True. Can you please talk a little bit about the structure of the personal statement and what should go in that document? 
um, there's a lot of variability with regard to how people write their personal statements. And of course, it is your quote-unquote personal statement. So it is important to be as um, express yourself in the way that you think will represent you best. That being said, because it's about 700 to 800 words, you have about six to seven paragraphs on average in the personal statement. Typically, the way most people go about writing it, which is common practice, it's not the norm, but this is um, as far as many of the personal statements that I've edited from my friends and I've seen so far. Um, typically, they start with a story as to why they chose to pursue the field of medicine. But when you're writing this uh, story or an anecdote, it's also important to bear in mind that you're not applying to medical school again, you're applying to residency. So it's important to quickly transition off of the story, which led you to apply to medicine into what specialty you're looking for. Ultimately, the first paragraph discusses this brief background, possibly an example from your life. The second paragraph goes on to discuss what you've done to inform yourself about a career in this specialty, what your interests specifically in the specialty are, if you're particularly interested in one, one area and how you hope to utilize residency to go ahead and explore that interest further. Um, the next few paragraphs would discuss about why you choose a particular residency program, how the residency program that you're applying to is going to help you um, achieve your goals. A lot of applicants being international, it's important to explain in the, in the following paragraph why you choose to apply to the US, how residency in the US is different from residency back home and what are your goals of coming to the US. Then transition on to talk about what you see yourself doing 10 years down the line. Do you want to go into a community program, be uh, high in clinical volume in patient care, or do you want to focus on academics and research? And finally, you, uh, the last paragraph is a summary where you summarize what qualities you have that make you a suitable uh, candidate for the residency program and position that you're applying to and kind of reiterate all the above mentioned points. These are really some great points, and I want to go into a little bit of detail into each of these paragraphs. Let's start by talking about the one covering your interest in the specialty. Some students just cover the why they chose this specific specialty, and they talk what kind of surgeries that is done in that specialty, uh, why why this specialty is interesting. But do you think that's enough? If you just because I, I believe that program directors know the kind of procedures including that specialty and why this specialty is cool or is rewarding. What do you think that applicants should put in their personal statements to make their, to express their interest in that specific specialty and make your, their personal statements stand out? That's a, that's a good point that you bring up. So what happens is um, there's a saying that I've heard, especially while drafting my own personal statement that was don't preach to the choir. Uh, and applying for surgery, I was told, don't tell us about how, how interesting surgery is because we all know the people who read your personal statements are people in that particular specialty and it's, it's no real uh, point in telling them how good the specialty is. It is important for you to convey why you in particular are interested in that specialty. You have several specialties you can apply to. People apply to medicine, psychiatry, surgical specialties and so forth. And you can justify as to what interests you in particular in each specialty. For instance, for surgery, I really like the technical aspects of it. I like the fact that it produces a dramatic cure to the patient. You can, you can take out an appendix and you know, performing a laparoscopic appendectomy literally cures the patient. 
And that is something which I find fascinating. So that is something that I put in there. Each person has their own reason for choosing a specialty. And that is what you have to emphasize when you try to answer the question, why this particular specialty? One strategy of making your personal statement personal is to mention examples from your own medical school or medical career of why you chose a specialty or what your goal are. What are your thoughts about including that in your express of interest in that in specific specialty? So you can definitely go ahead and incorporate uh, life events. As I said, you're trying to write, um, as it is your personal statement, you're trying to put in reasons as to why you particularly want to choose it. It is okay to go ahead and use an example or two. But that being said, you should try to keep examples through your personal statement to not more than two in total. Many people tend to start off their personal statement with what inspired them to go into medicine. And if you're going to go ahead and add another example, I would say go ahead and add an example about why you particularly choose this specialty. And both these examples can be a single one that you put up right on top when you write your introduction paragraph and get it over with. But uh, the key thing here is that you should not go ahead and try to put example after example, talk about how you diagnosed each patient because you're not writing a clinical case summary. You're, you're writing a personal statement. One or two examples is fine. Don't exceed that. One of the questions that applicants should ask in their personal statement is their strength and what they bring to the program. Do you have any examples of what can applicants mention in their personal statement? And I know some people mention we're hardworking, we're team players, but is that enough without supported evidence of these characteristics? So it is extremely important to justify each uh, characteristic that you attribute to yourself. When you talk about you being a team player, you don't necessarily need to mention it right there that as an example, this is what I did. But somewhere along the personal statement, I would, you know, you may have been uh, part of the school basketball team or your college basketball team. So wherever you mention your hobbies in a, in a fleeting glance, you can, you can throw in that you were part of the um, uh, college basketball team and you're a huge fan of team sports so it doesn't necessarily need to be in that very point but there are lots of areas throughout your personal statement where you can intersperse these examples that sort of support the the adjectives that you use to describe yourself and when you talk about hard working and uh, you know academically motivated it's these are good locations where you can talk about your academic achievements when you talk about the fact that uh, you're interested in research you can you can discuss a little bit about how much you've published or um, how many years you've spent in research what are the areas you've explored so it's it's really up in the air for you to describe what uh, describe the adjective that you attribute to yourself with a corresponding example you can try to do it uh, every every so now and then when you get an opportunity to do the same. I remember it once you mentioned an example of the weakness in your application and how you can turn that into a strength. Can you give us an example of that? So this is this is more so with regard to interviews. People don't talk about weaknesses on the personal statement and I would also recommend against discussing weaknesses. You have 700 to 800 words in total and you know it's not a great idea to discuss a weakness that you have. But that being said, one of the things you can do is if you've scored uh, on a slightly on a slightly lower scale on your USMLE exams and subsequently you made a great improvement on the subsequent exam. Let's say you got a step one score, which was below average and on step two, you were plus one standard deviation. Then you can go ahead and justify that step one score. You may have had a family incident or something like that, that 
you know, prevented you from studying to your full potential. And that is something that you can justify and say that given these circumstances and my uh, strong motivation to become a stellar physician, um, I was uh, strongly committed to performing on my step two CK exam. And that led me to uh, secure a above average score. So you can go ahead and put it out there so that people reading your personal statement also know that you've acknowledged that you've done poorly on your step one, but you've gone ahead and improved on your step two. So those are examples of how you can, you can do that. I believe that area of the personal statement is a great place to address the challenges that you overcame to come to the U.S. if you're a foreign grad or you went through the medical school if you were born and raised here and how you addressed all of these challenges if it was medical or family issues or any other challenges you overcame. True, you can, uh, that, that is the paragraph that you'll discuss about why you want to come to the U.S. In the, in the paragraph, you can also go ahead and talk about in brief some of the challenges that you've overcome to get to the point where you are at the point of applying for residency applications. Different people may be motivated by different um, reasons as to why they want to pursue residency in the U.S. Some may have families here, so they just want to come back and join their families. Um, whereas others would want to, you know, come to the U.S. because it's at the cutting edge of healthcare and so forth. So those, those are points that you can put together into that paragraph. And you mentioned a paragraph about what you're looking for in the program. How can, what applicants can mention in that paragraph and how can they, they tailor it to different programs? So this is an extremely important paragraph which each residency program is looking for because um, in, in all honesty, when you apply, you're gonna be applying to quite a lot of programs because you know, it's not going to happen that the program that you apply to each and every program is going to offer you an interview. So when you do that, it is important for you to put out there as to what exactly it is that you seek in each residency program. For an academic program, this could be um, on along the lines of teaching opportunities to be involved in the academia through research, extra. Whereas for community programs, you can talk about patient care, clinical volume at more of a foundational community level. So in the very least, you must have two different versions of your personal statement. The different versions as in, we're talking about three, four lines which are different, uh, where one focuses on an academic aspect and one focuses on a community aspect. When you talk in a broad sense about academic versus community programs, but assuming you've finished a rotation in a particular place, it is important for you to mention that in this paragraph as to what you seek, because you know what the program has to offer. You've done a rotation there. So you can say that my own rotation experience has provided me great evidence that this is a program in which I would try and go on to become a uh, academic physician or a physician delivering care at the community and grassroots level. So when you've done a rotation at that particular program, write a separate personal statement for that program. When you've done research at a particular program, write a separate personal statement for that program. Academic and community programs deserve um, separate personal statements. And by separate personal statements, again, only this one paragraph basically changes. So in general, you recommend having multiple drafts of the personal statement and I assume the ERAS allows you to have multiple personal statements and submit each to whatever programs you will decide on. Yes, that's right. You can, you can as far as um, from what I remember from the time I applied, you could have as many personal statements as you want and uh, most of the people that I spoke to had at least six or seven. That's a great point. Now, addressing the goals of your career after you finish residency, how can that fit in the personal statement and be tailored to different programs? Again, in the, in the broad sense, this would be 
academic versus community, right? So if you're in an academic program, and so first of all, you have to really define who you are and what you want to do. If you want to do a fellowship after your residency, you should be pretty certain that, okay, this is the path that I'm going to go for. But that being said, a lot of us are in a point where, um, at a point in life where we don't know that this is the path that we want to choose to go for. We might choose to just stop after residency and not pursue fellowship. So it is important to be truthful uh, in your personal statement, but at the same time, being open and being positive for opportunity is not viewed negatively. So you can go ahead and stress on the fact that um, you're looking to get into fellowships, just cardiology, whatever rotations you've done are a great way to kind of support the fact that you're looking for a fellowship in that specialty. If you've done a rotation in cardiology, then when you write that you are interested in a fellowship in cardiology, it would only make sense because you've, you've done a rotation, so you probably know what you're getting into. And when you write to academic programs, it is, uh, I would suggest throwing in the idea of fellowships in there because a lot of academic programs tend to uh, monitor the fellowship rates of their graduates. After you get out of residency, you're getting into fellowship. The, the percent of people who do that is a, is a marker of a program's success. So you might want to throw that in there for academic programs, but for a community program, they may not be able to support you to the point where you get a competitive fellowship like GI or cardiology. So in that case, I would refrain from mentioning it. And if you are really interested and you want to be super truthful, you can mention that um, while I am contemplating fellowship options after residency, um, I am also inclined towards uh, serving the community at large and staying broad in the field of internal medicine. So you, you basically, play around with it in a manner that allows you to be truthful, but also at the same time allows programs to realize that you're open to pursuing the path which they, their graduates typically follow. But I want to highlight one thing. If applicants are really interested in a fellowship, they're supposed to go to places where they can support them, pursue their goals. So if you really have interest in cardiology or GI, you have to look for programs that can support you to get that goal. And another thing is that some academic programs are interested in training residents who want to go to private practice or rural areas. I know uh, residents in very, very renowned programs that they express their interest in rural uh, surgery and they're being trained in a top-notch programs. So it's not that academic programs only train academic surgeons or academic internal medicine residents and the community ones don't do that. There's there is a gray zone in each program and you have to find what your interests are and how programs can help you to achieve that goal. That's true. Um, there, are, there are different tracks. Lots of the academic university programs offer the primary care track, which is specifically focused for uh, internal medicine residents who would like to pursue uh, primary care after their residency. So when, when you apply to those specific tracks, um, you would you know, be better off writing a more, more generic personal statement with regard to that particular paragraph. And when you have a program that offers two different tracks and you're applying to both the tracks, let's say the you know, track that's geared for fellowship and the track which is geared for primary care, then it's, it's better not to write two separate personal statements or two separate paragraphs for the tracks because the person who's reading it or the panel of people who are reading it is more likely to comprise of uh, overlapping people and therefore you don't want to come off as being false or being pretentious. So after we cover different paragraphs of the personal statement, I want to ask you if you should mention your achievements outside your medical school in your personal statement. So if somebody was professional musician or basketball player, swimmer, does this come in the personal statement? 
So you can mention it. I, I would typically mention only a couple of lines, slightly tying it to medicine. And the way you do that, if you're, you know, if you're a musician, you play the piano and you're applying the surgery, you can talk about, uh, talk about something along the lines of mastering dexterity as you learned how to play the piano. You don't necessarily need to put it uh, in wording there saying that, oh, uh, by virtue of learning to play the piano, I'm probably going to be better at surgery because that may or may not be true. And that, of course, makes it look like you're uh, trying to convince uh, the person reading your personal statement that you're obviously trying to tie this down. But throwing out there similar, um, similar hobbies that would be along the lines of uh, the field that you're applying to could, could work in your favor. But otherwise, just to lighten up the personal statement in terms of providing uh, your reader a capsule of who you are, it's important to mention your hobbies and interests in a couple of lines. Perfect. Many students struggle with the way to open personal statement and end personal statement. How, what do you think the first paragraph and the last paragraph should look like? So the first paragraph, uh, as I previously said, you can start off with an example as to what motivated you to pursue the path of medicine and eventually the path of residency um, in the specialty that you're applying for. Basically, it, it's about four to five lines on the, on the prescribed format of the ERAS um, in a Times New Roman 11 or 12 font, um, coming up to about 100 words. And the last paragraph is basically a reiteration of exactly what you said above, but it, it provides a compelling reason as to why you are the candidate for that particular residency program. So it's entirely a summary paragraph. Don't introduce any new ideas in the last paragraph. Just summarize what you've said and say that this is the specialty that you would like to go into and this is the program that you would like to apply for. That brings me to the last question I'm gonna ask you for today. Many students look at templates of personal statements from other students or templates online and copy some statements and words from that. What do you think of that? Um, so it's best not to see anybody else's personal statement before you start your own. People do it all the time and that creates a great amount of bias. It, they won't be able to see it for themselves, but when you read the personal statement which they had seen as well as um, the personal statement that they ended up writing, you will see very clear similarities. So never, ever, ever look at another person's personal statement before you start your own. It's better to finish your own personal statement, get to almost the final draft, and then if you want to see how other people have written it, then that's fine. In which case you can, uh, if you feel that there are certain areas that you could improve on, you can go ahead and improve on that in your own statement. But that being said, if you read somebody else's just to quote unquote, get an idea of how to write a personal statement, you're probably, you're probably just going to copy the mistakes which the other person has made. I think a good strategy just for start the first draft is have these questions that we talked about and answer each of them on a separate document before you even start working on your personal statement. Mention different stories, different things that happened during your life that got you interested in certain specialty, your strength, and then you can choose some of these to include in your personal statement. That's true. You, it's, if you have lots to talk about initially and your you know, first draft of the personal statement is about 1,400 words, that's still fine because it's easier to cut down as opposed to add content. So you can always start big and then cut out the less relevant topics more and more till you finally hit the word limit. And then you can start to shape it up in terms of language, flow, and grammar. 
That brings us to the end of this video today. I hope you enjoyed it and found the information useful. Thank you very much, Dr. Rajesh, for joining us today. Thank you. If you liked the video, please subscribe to my channel and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Metka Leave any questions in the comment below and see you in future videos.